0: Welcome to the Rebel Podcast, pep talks, meditations, and thought-provoking discussions to help you use emotional intelligence to thrive in life and business. The word "rebel" is French for rebel, broken down into its parts. Re means again, and belle means beautiful. I'm Katrina Harling, your host, and my intention for this podcast is to create more space in your mind to re-beautify the way you see yourself, your work, and the world around you. Let's go. Hi, everyone. And today I'm speaking with Georgia Hansen. And she's one of those women who is wildly intuitive, holds you strongly in her presence and essence. She is the wife to her twin flame and mama to five. Four of her beautiful babies reside with her on earth and one is part of the infinite cosmos. With a background in PR and marketing, uh, what really makes her extraordinary is her extraordinary life experiences that have implanted her on a huge mission, which we'll learn more about today. And her mission is to find and teach all there is to know about grace and magic and finding these things even in life's deepest challenges of grief and tragedy. Welcome, Georgia, and thank you for joining me.
1: Thank you for having me.
0: So welcome. So we had a little pre-discussion before we started recording, and I really liked the way you described your message. If you could share <laughs> that with us again.
1: Uh, yeah, so I believe that um, there, is a, there is so much grace to be found in grief and and magic in the tragic. They're like my two taglines. Um, and they can be found in everything. So we, we all experience trauma and tragedy of some, of some degree. And, it, you know, we don't go through life, um, no one goes through life escaping that. And I think our society as a whole has a really um, upside topsy-turvy way of dealing with grief. We tend to sweep it under the carpet. And um, I guess I'm here to teach that, you, you know, there is so much beauty and grace to find in those elements of our life, and and if we can, it, it is a game changer, and we can live a life, um, you know, of bliss and joy, no matter what our circumstances, because all of it is found internal. There's nothing out there that can't be um, that can't be shifted and molded into a life of of grace and joy and bliss. So, mm. yeah. That's That's what I'm here to teach. (laughs) That's
0: beautiful. Can you, so the first question that pops into my eyes, can you explain me what you mean when you say grace? What does that mean to you?
1: I've had to think about this a lot lately, actually, because I think people have different, um, different different definitions of it. But to me, grace, grace means um, that inner knowing that everything we experience is perfect. Everything that, um, that we are, you know, that we walk through life, is exactly the way it's meant to be. And when you have that inner knowing that no matter what circumstances you're you're facing, that it's all on purpose and happening for you for your evolution, even the really really tough tough stuff, that's that's grace. Just to just to hold that inner knowing. Mm.
0: Yeah, that's a beautiful description. I really, yeah, really resonate with that um, yeah. as someone. Somewhat... I need to
1: work on that, though. I think there's a, there's a bit more to it, but, um, yeah, that's a, that's a really good question. I
0: need to sit with it. <laughs> yeah, I think you had a beautiful answer already. And like you said, if you spend some more time and extrapolate on it, I'm sure there'll be only any more wisdom to come out of it. Thank you. The way that I, that I sort of pictured it as you're explaining is kind of, I, I speak about everything in the stories that we tell ourselves, you know, so we. Um, yeah. Constantly creating stories about our lives, about our past, about what's happening to us, about what's happening around us, and so it's, I guess, it's kind of rewriting a story of tragedy or grief into something a little bit more beautiful. poetic and beautiful. And yeah. Mm.
1: yeah, true and beautiful. I don't know if you've heard of that, um, of, or read Glennon Doyle's book, Untamed. No, not yet,
0: it's on my list.
1: Oh, it's, it's so good. She has a line in there, and one of my friends said to me that I read this line and it reminded me of you, and it was. Um, it's about pain and how, um, you know, the stories that we tell ourselves of pain is that we are meant to suffer
0: Mm. and
1: that's not what the purpose of pain is. It's, it's, it's to feel it all and then to move through it and, you know, extract the beauty out of it. And that's, that's not the words to use, but that's the kind of feeling that I get about you, you can only, you can only experience the levels of pleasure that you allow yourself to feel the experience of pain Mm. so yeah like it's it's kind of the life's polarity isn't it so when you allow yourself to feel it um that's that's when you also allow yourself to go to the depths of joy and bliss and pleasure so
0: Mm, definitely and I definitely remember so I was um my from my personal experience being a young a young person I had what I, I feel was quite a blissful life, quite an easy life. And I was always a very happy-go-lucky person, quite positive. And it wasn't until I had a, like a really um, hard time in my late 20s um, and I went to a bit of a darker place yeah. that I, when I came back out from that, I was completely blown away. And I remember being at it, I used to host journaling workshops, in-person workshops, and I was walking there with a friend and I was like, oh, I just can't get over this how I can be feeling so much now like yes. at this one point in time now that I've been down so low I'm still like going through some moments of grief and pain and doubt but at the same time I'm feeling elated and excited all in all in once yes. and it was almost like my spectrum of what I could feel had grown both ways yes yes, yes. and
1: that's that's what I mean like the you know the the polarity of it all and I just had some a really good thought and it's got out of my head. But um that's yeah that's exactly exactly what I'm talking about. There was this really good quote I remember as a kid, I don't know if you remember the um Port Arthur massacres. Yes. Um this uh man named Walter Mikak, he lost his wife and two girls in the tragedy mm. and I remember my mum reading his book and there was this quote on the back of it that says the people who have suffered get to see the stars shine brighter at night and it always resonated with me and um, I didn't realize how much until I experienced my own um, tragedy that how how true that was and I feel and it's a really hard thing to say especially to someone who's experienced similar things to you know the deep losses of life like I have to say that um, you know it's it's happening for a purpose or that it's you're the lucky one or you're the blessed one but i really do feel like we are like if you can look at your experience as a blessing or in disguise or um you know to to be able to experience the depths of of um being able to see the stars that shine brighter Mm. yeah it it is a blessing
0: and how do you incorporate this work? So what are some of maybe the, the tools and the, um, the strategies that you use with people who maybe are going through some grief and trauma or PTSD? How do you work with people?
1: Uh, so I've just graduated as a third-level priestess from the Institute of Intuitive Intelligence, so as an intuitive intelligence trainer. So we um, learned a lot of tools and it's, it's um, you know, tools that are out there channeling and, med- and meditation and um, accessing the cash and, and past lives, chakra work, etc. So I guess I just use a range of those tools and just to connect to your higher self. And I so I, I teach um, uh, what I use in my personal life is, is some kind of devotion to my soul on a daily basis. And it doesn't matter if it's five minutes or an hour. I, I have four kids, so I, I don't really, I really have time for, you know, an hour-long meditation. And I don't believe that um, that's what the divine wants of us. I don't believe that we have to sit in meditation for a period of time to be able to connect. I, I believe that you can connect any time of the day. And it's just about um, taking yourself to a higher vibration. So um, raising your vibration in whatever way that feels good for you and that might be standing on the grass grounding for five minutes it might be looking up at the sky and in wonder of of how it all works it might be listening to your favorite music whether that's you know sacred music or meditative music or you know heavy metal if that's what you like i don't believe that there is um you know like a hard and fast rule there's a lot of spiritual gurus out there who say you need to do this this and this in order to be more enlightened but um uh, yeah, I, I'm of that belief that it's 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 a daily devotion to your soul and um, and in whatever way, and it starts off small, I believe, and then, you know, we all awaken at different different times. So when you're ready to do the deep work, then you go to someone who can do it, like, a, you know, whatever modality it is, whether it's a modality like I use or um, yoga or what, whatever, you know, so... So, my things that I used to survive and what I would teach are um, maybe different for everyone, but I grounded on the ground outside every single day of my rainbow baby's pregnancy. And that was what, you know, seeing that I'm a small part of something massive, looking up to Father Sky and feeling my feet on the ground with Mother Earth, it brought me back every single time to calmness and to grace and, um, and just knowing that if I, I played this one song and it's not, you know, it's not a sacred song, but, um, by BB Rexa if it's meant to be. And that was the one thing I played every single day. So it's not about, for me, it's not about, um, you know, committing to a program of, you know, a 10 step program of spiritual development or, um, you know it's, if you've got to follow what feels good and that and that's what you know it's is different for everyone especially um we've all got different dominant clairs we've all got different ways that we receive our intuition but connecting to and recognizing and being aware of what how your intuition speaks to you and and following that following those breadcrumbs mm. and yeah answer your question. <laughs> yes. I feel like I went round in circles there, but. No, perfectly. So you, yeah.
0: So you work with people um using these intuitive intelligence tools that you've learnt in your, in your training as well as through your lived experience, sort of sharing what yeah. worked for you so that people can pick yeah. up on maybe this works for me, maybe this, this, this does, maybe it's this. Yeah. Something so, that yeah. I really enjoyed from that and it's something that I really resonate with is the small daily action. I really. Yeah. So, someone in my work, when I'm doing more coaching, mentoring sort of work, I really believe that the momentum can come from small daily actions as opposed to, yeah, doing the hour long or two hour long meditation, you know, one day a week. Or, you know, if you're trying to do a creative work, I like to relate it back to writing. Like if you're trying to write a book, you're better off writing, trying to write 600 words a day or, you know, X amount of words yeah. a day rather than say, on Sunday, I'm going to do, you know, three hours and write X amount of pages because then Sunday comes and maybe you're busy or you're sick or something and then you haven't done anything for the whole week and then you've lost momentum completely. Whereas that little bit every day, and, you know, I liked that with the – I've never really thought about it, I guess, with the spiritual um, activity or your connection to soul or source or whatever you want to call it. But that just that, you know, you could just take some deep breaths while you're waiting for the laptop to turn on or just be mindful while you're washing your hands or while you're brushing your teeth and just have that small – yeah. yeah
1: exactly one thing that we um are trained in that you know i do on a daily basis no matter and it and it, it's called heart congruence it's created from the um institute of heart math mm. they call it heart coherence but it's one practice that i do and it can be like while you're sitting in the school pickup line or you know waiting for, to go through the checkout it doesn't take a lot of time um but it's something that, you know, you just deep breathe and go into your heart and, and expand your heart. And, and that just, it raises your vibration. And, um, you know, it's something that you can practice on it. Like you said, it's a daily thing. It's just like any, any health and well-being thing. If you want to eat better, you don't decide to just diet on one day a week. You need to take small steps and small chunks bite-sized mm. chunks. And, um that's how it should be for any kind of devotion to your soul. And also, um, not make it a chore either. Another thing to do. I found that we had to, um, throughout that year, we, it, we, it was part of our, our training that we had to do something every day. And I, at, at, I, at the beginning, I had this mindset of, well, oh, it's just another thing to add to my list. But by the end of it, I realized that, um, it's actually for me it's not like i I don't have to answer to anyone it's it's my devotion to myself and it does and that's when i realized it doesn't have to look a certain way like and for those people who that works for like who want to get up and meditate in the morning you know for an hour and that makes them that grounds them into their day i think that's fantastic but um it's just about coming back to what feels good
0: Mm. yeah and that's such a, um, a unique and personal thing and I know for some people like, uh, like myself, maybe even yourself, part, that's part of the journey, isn't it? Like getting in touch with, well, what is a yes for me and what is a no for me and what is it that I want and what is it that works for me and sort of tuning in because we, we, we live in a world where we're taught to trust others more than we yeah. trust ourselves and to look outside of ourselves for answers as opposed to. Well, hang on a second. How do I feel today? And what works for me today? And what do I need today? And what's going to, you know, what's going to work for me?
1: Exactly. Exactly. It all comes back to, um, yeah, what feels good for your soul, because you know, there's so many, there's so much noise out there, Mm. and if we were to follow, we wouldn't be leading our own
0: life. That's very true. What do you think um, some of the people that you've worked with in the past or are currently working with, what have been some of their biggest maybe transformations or ahas um, or?
1: Um, I think it's just that, well, there's, there's a lot, but um, I'm trying to think of, I think it's coming back to trusting themselves, trusting that they are part of, you know, an, an infinite one consciousness and... When you realize that, and you can trust, you don't have to place your trust outside of yourself. And when you can trust your, yourself, and like we were saying, trust your own intuition, that's a game changer. And I think that's when people start to really live their life. Is when you know you're not following you're you're not following anyone else's rules, and um, and that you can just rely on your your own inner wisdom. Mm and not place your power outside of yourself. That's, yeah, and, and that can help you with everything, whether it's a micro or a macro decision, whether it's at work, whether it's with your relationships, whether it's with your kids, whether it's, you know, even at the supermarket, It's every single decision, if we can come back to what our intuition is guiding us to do. Um, so, yeah, the women that I've worked with, when they've realised that they can trust themselves, that's when the biggest transformation occurs.
0: Mm. Amazing, and it's such a powerful experience, isn't it?
1: Yeah, yeah, it yeah. Is. Because a lot of us, um, you know, when we first start seeking, I guess, some answers, we look for a coach. We look for, um, you know, we put up, we we're looking for something external. And the best, the best coaches, I believe, will be the ones who teach you to go in. and and not need them anymore Mm.
0: yeah definitely definitely and how can people work with you if some of the listeners maybe want to jump on a grab a session with you or find you how do they
1: yeah I'm I'm still working that out how I'm how I'm going to I've just graduated and I'm still I've I've changed you know I've changed my ideas a lot um I'm actually trying to create um a new company at the moment. We're in our very infant stages, but it will be like a hub where um, people come to find. It started out as a as an intuitive business academy where we were going to teach because my partner is um, my business partner is an accountant, and we were and we were going to teach you know the the basics, the fundamentals of business mixed with intuition. But it's now expanded and it's more. It's going to be eventually. The big vision is for it to be a platform where we share various different streams so there'll be um you know parenting courses as well as business courses um or business programs but it's more just a hub for people to share and collaborate uh, you know all things intuition grace and magic Mm. and my dream is to um, eventually have a legacy or a foundation in honor of my daughter and to to share and provide services and resources for other lost mothers. Mm. So, and it's a, it's a hard thing because um, there's there's not much out there in the way of support that's not traditional. Um, and I know that I'm going to head um, get, you know, face off with some, some people who don't want to do it a little bit differently. But, um, yeah, I want to provide resources like a, a toolkit, for a survival kit, anchors for angel mums to anchor back into themselves and find find their connection again within themselves and, and live a life of grace and magic despite their circumstances. Mm. Um, but in terms of what I'm offering right now, um, I, I don't offer one-on-one services at this point in time. I may look to in the very, very near future. but. I'm kind of just speaking about my story and, and sharing my wisdom and um, I'm part of two, two co-authored books and writing my own um, and, and developing these resources behind the scenes. But at the moment I'm just I'm, I'm wanting to share the message and, and get it out there.
0: And people can find that message now before the books are published on your Facebook page or Instagram page, yes. yeah? Yes. Um
1: yeah, and Harper Rose is there. This is the company that I'm yep. starting. Um, the hub is slowly building up, and um, we're you know we're we're not ready to launch yet, but um, we're getting there. And if people do want to work one-on-one with me, I'll be doing that as like a bespoke, custom thing. But, um, but I'm not advertising that currently. At, if you know, if, if anyone if anyone's listens and and seeks that, I'm more than happy to um to open, you know, my doors for that because. I believe
0: that those who are meant to reach me will. So. Mm, that's so true. So um, all of those links will be added into um, the comments section of the podcast. So you'll be able to find it there, listeners, if you're wanting to connect or follow, read along, uh, or maybe um, comment or share your own own journey, or own story. And, Absolutely. yeah, I'm sure that would be muchly appreciated. And I know that obviously yeah. that all of us liking and supporting and helping each other um, – Along our own journeys, also helps us all to grow and to um, amplify and to magnify. Mm. Absolutely! Thank you so much for your time today, Georgia. Thank you. I really appreciate it. Thank you.
1: Thanks
0: a lot. Bye. Welcome to the Rebel Podcast: pep talks, meditations, and thought-provoking discussions to help you use emotional intelligence to thrive in life and business. The word rebelle is French for rebel, and broken down into its parts. Re means again, and belle means beautiful. I'm Katrina Harling, your host, and my intention for this podcast is to create more space in your mind to re-beautify the way you see yourself, your work, and the world around you. Let's go.